Your parents' dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess he's like younger, so if she's 17, she, she's like always been around for him, basically. Oh, we had him before his dad started dating my mom. Yeah, but like, I mean, since Ian's been around. Yeah, Guinness like, has always been Guinness there. has also yeah. always been around. Guinness was like the era of immediately before my parents officially got divorced. Yeah. Trauma dog. Energy. <laughs> Energy. <laughs> One day you're done. They say a baby can't fix a marriage, but... <laughs> One day, one day you come home from school, your dad's not there, but there is a tiny puppy who can sleep in a shoe. And it's like, which one of these things would I rather have? have. <laughs> I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. No, your birthday party was so fun. Mm. I thought it went well. Thank you. I was really pleased. I think the key was that I'm not really friends with anyone who's psycho in a way that causes them to be unfriendly to other people. Yeah, like everybody was like, I'm going to come to this party and be friendly. Everyone friendly <laughs> has good social skills. That's true. Perfect social skills, in, in fact. <laughs> everyone knows something. I'm perfect social skills. But like they, they wouldn't be rude to other people. And there's not a lot of external factors that are outside of your control if you're having a relatively small event exactly yeah right and why would i want to have a crazy yeah and the food was I'm, good i'm and... like more than 12 people yeah that was a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> when your brother and his girlfriend showed up i was like i don't know <laughs> no there was really chill no i mean though. like yeah. too busy too many people yeah, uh, Mike really, really snapped with the, the sandwich part. <laughs> oh my god! Execution. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. He um, really went off on the gluten-free options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that he was buying supplies to make deli sandwiches, and while he was doing that. He went to his separate location and received a deli sandwich to eat while he was shopping for deli sandwich supplies. For that night. Later. <laughs> yeah. I, res- I respect the dedication to the experience. To the craft yeah. um, <laughs> of the deli sandwich. I feel like one of the like big <clears throat> factors at your birthday that made it a success was all mm-hmm. of the different um, seltzer options. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. my girlfriend was asking me how many different types of bubbly water you guys had. Three. She's exploring mm-hmm. non-alcoholic beverages right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to say the cherry flavored one was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, I'm a I'm a tangerine convert. Yeah. I mean, tangerine's my favorite now. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. I got lots of gifts, which was great. You did, those so nice. I would be the type of person to tell people not to bring me gifts. That, no. Uh, they... They listened to what I wasn't saying. Which is you bring know, me gifts. And they brought me gifts. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> part of any perfect. birthday. Yeah, you got me a beautiful pair of earrings, some cheap masks, which is very exciting. Yes. I, you know what I tried to get you? What? Silk scrunchies. Oh my god. I went into Sephora, mm-hmm. and they didn't have them, mm-hmm. and everybody in Sephora kept bothering me. Mm-mm. And I was going to buy sheet I'm masks sorry. at Sephora. I'm sorry that happened to you. It's okay. It was traumatic. It's okay, though. I tried to buy sheet masks at the face shop, but um, they rebranded. It's called something else now. Mm. But they have a 12, buy 12, get eight free deal. Whoa. But they're $8 each. So I was like, you want me to buy $100 worth of sheet masks so that you can give me eight sheet, buy. You don't even have 20 different varieties. I'm not going to double up. That's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Who's buying sheet masks in bulk? I guess if me. You- <laughs> <laughs> Not that many though. And do we look glowy? Wow, you can't even know how glowy we look. But picture it through the microphone. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, people there passed to me. They were like, "Did you throw your uh, threw your birthday party?" It was like me, bitch. It's Who my birthday. Throw my birthday party. Yeah. I was like, well, technically, I guess my it was my boyfriend's idea, and he helped me plan it. But we lived together, so it's still my birthday party. It's like okay, <laughs> famously hate surprises. 
I am such a control freak. Yeah, it wouldn't I am be good. Majorly a control freak. What if someone got invited that I didn't like, or I didn't like the food, and I yeah. not just had to let my or the handle aesthetic. the food, but I'm like not. I'm not super picky. <laughs> no, but. Um, or what if you're not in the mood to be at an event with a bunch of people that you know, and then you get thrown into the environment because you have no control over it. Like it my friend who had a wedding against her will, and they didn't even have a vegetarian <laughs> option at her own wedding. Stop! That makes me so sad. <laughs> Momzilla. <laughs> yeah. Was that? We've and birthdays are over, and we're here, and we're older, but just as attractive as we were last week on the podcast. Correct. You're the same age. I'm older. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think, personally, I'm more attractive than before my birthday, because I'm 24 now, so it's like... 24 is a good age. It's better. Mm-hmm. Like, you're exactly the same. Nothing has changed. Thank you. Which is positive. Uh, Actually... I am exactly the same and nothing has changed for better or for worse because I couldn't get a Botox appointment in time for my birthday party. (laughs) Fuck you, Jennifer. (laughs) Now I have to go on March 18th. (laughs) For what? (laughs) Hey, for the roast. I think I'm going to... Okay, true. Exactly a month before. For the roast. Remember last year when I had to get Botox before my grandmother's funeral? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you remember how psycho we were at the roast last year? We got so skinny. Or no, I know. <laughs> because it was like, you had to go to your grandmother's funeral, and then we had the roast, and then we had to go to Toronto. Toronto. So s- for those shows, and people were going to see us. Mm-hmm. And our friends who we had seen like since weeks before were like, have you guys eaten since we saw you last? And we were like, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> and we had to meet people that were famously skinny that we wanted to impress. That was so bad. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but did we pull it off? Yes. Um, yeah, I just got health benefits at work, and I sat as soon as I so I received a card in the mail today, and I literally sat at my desk, booked a dentist appointment, hell yeah, a doctor appointment, and a massage. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. I'm for receiving you. many services on my lunch break next week. I like my dentist. It's an all women's dental office, but they still maintain the like hierarchy of like dentists having more power than um, like the dental hygienist because all mm-hmm. the dentists are way hotter than the dental hygienist. I like that. So they like only hire ugly girls. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a teenager, I had such a crush on my dental hygienist. Oh yeah? Is it because yeah. they put their hand in your mouth? No, she was really pretty. So oh, she okay. Just Fair. Like have her face right over mine, and I'd be like, "Why is this what facial symmetry looks like up close?" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, should we talk about stuff? Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <laughs> I'm Av at No Money No Honey. And I'm Sophie at Bingo Daddy. And haters are jealous of us. <laughs> when that guy online was like, do you actually have haters? I was like, what are you talking about? This isn't a flex. Yes. This isn't a flex, but like, I have 20,000... Twitter followers and I'm like a cute girl who has to exist in the public forum. So yes, obviously I have, I have haters. Also, I'm only human and sometimes I do lose control and run my mouth. <laughs> so I have haters. <laughs> I have haters. Yes. Accurate. <laughs> Speaking of haters, Elizabeth Warren has them. Yes, deservedly. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Warren has been. Um, <laughs> Still just on top of the news cycle recently due to, first of all, her dropping out. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Second of all, her refusal to endorse everybody. And then by extension of that, her her supporters saying that she doesn't owe anybody. Anything. (laughs) Women don't owe you anything. Big self-care language. And then (laughs) then she went on SNL. Oh, yeah. And then she danced. 
I had wiped that out of my memory. It's in there for me. I can't stop thinking about it. My friend kind of looks like a young Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> yeah, uh, she does. <laughs> so I just have to not consume any Kate McKinnon material in order to not be preemptively mad at my friend in like 15 years. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I mean, Elizabeth Warren is annoying enough, but honestly, her supporters and people that worked on her campaign are really brutal. They're really doing the most. Yeah, they were really, really active online today. Um, Everyone was changing their Twitter profile pictures to match kind of her promotional materials from her campaign. So they were like making their pictures black and white and then cutting them out and then making the background like a solid mint green. Cringe. Which is called apparently Liberty Green. I think. Yes. Unless Liberty Green refers to the color of the Statue of Liberty, but that can't possibly be what it's about. It does. It is? Yeah. But that's like a mint-ish green. Like it's... Really? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if the Statue of Liberty was actually green or only in the promotional materials for Eastside Marius. Okay, true. It is actually <laughs> green. <laughs> okay, I'm not up on my Americana lore. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> my only exposure to the Statue of Liberty uh, recently is watching The Godfather 2 and all the kind of like <laughs> recent immigrant porn of like coming to in Ellis on Island. the boat to Ellis Island, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I work at a like a hostel that used to be a jail, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to run tours like sometimes about the history of the building. Mm-hmm. And one thing is we talk about how like they used to quarantine people that were like immigrating to Canada in the yeah. basement of the jail. And one time I had somebody ask about the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> When I said that on the tour, and I was like, I don't know, I'm not American, and this is Ottawa. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Dude, when I worked for Parks Canada, I used to just make up facts. Yeah. People be like, what year was the Rideau Canal built? I'd be like, 1742. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Liz Warren supporters were getting a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. To commemorate working on her campaign today, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and they were all getting the color code, which I guess like the Pantone or, or the whatever. Hex code, like yeah. The hex code for the Liberty Green color tattooed on their arms. And uh, it. It insensitively <laughs> definitely looked like a holocaust tattoo yeah it looked like a bark like a inmate number or like yeah mm-hmm. pretty bad and then there so there was a few people that, that got that tattoo specifically and one girl apologized and was like i'm gonna get it modified i understand why people are upset it's just aesthetically so similar in concept that it's crazy that nobody thought about that i know or like if they did think about it and were like no but it's not that so i'm gonna get it anyways Mm -hmm. posting it online yeah where people can take whatever context they want you know the placement like a lot of people are doing it on the inside of their arm which i understand is a trendy place to have tattoos and i'm not above that um (laughs) (laughs) i okay when i worked for the government we had like a i was working for a program that where people could choose to self-identify as indigenous or whatever but there was no advantage to self-identifying aside from that you could be selected for jobs that specifically said that they wanted indigenous candidates but like it's not like people were receiving grants or anything like that no it's just so that you can be included in other pools right (laughs) yeah exactly um and i worked with kind of an old useless manager type and he was like well if people want to self-identify as indigenous we should make them provide proof like we should make them scan in their status cards and i was like well not everyone is a a status Indian and also like that's kind of ridiculous considering there's no direct way to benefit from this and then he was like no we have to make them provide proof and I was like why don't we just tattoo all there are yes <laughs> did you say that to him yes what did he say I don't know but it blew up the whole meeting 
destroyed. <laughs> Literally, though. It's like, what the fuck? I just don't understand how that managed to slip by everybody who's dating it. And I know that, like, that's obviously, like, it was a, a mistake and it doesn't mean that to those people. But it's not that dissimilar from people who get tattoos that have, like, the swastika in them. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, it was a Buddhist symbol before. It's just, like, it was being awfully ignorant. Yeah. I know that, like, there's not... I saw somebody who said this online that, like, obviously there's not a lot of, like, Holocaust survivors that are still alive. But, like, first of all, obviously the, like, people that, like, relatives or, like children or grandchildren of Holocaust survivors are still alive and like that cultural like trauma is very relevant still but also like I've met Holocaust survivors hasn't everybody you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like (laughs) but also it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but I just mean like people are like oh I never would have thought of that and it's like okay well you're being ignorant on purpose then okay well if you're too young to have met a Holocaust survivor, you're too young to get a tattoo. Literally. Yeah. yeah, if you're too young to think about the Holocaust, fuck. <laughs> and then one of the girls no one's that... too young to think about the Holocaust. Holocaust. We all learned that when that girl made the uh, Holocaust <laughs> memorial snapshot. <laughs> that was a dope <laughs> Pretending to be Anne Frank. <laughs> um, or when we all got forced to watch The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. <laughs> I never saw that. Okay, it was really bad. I've never seen any... Um, Never seen any movies about the Holocaust besides that's when movies. <laughs> true. <laughs> Yo, true. No, but okay, so the responses that people gave about getting these tattoos really like, kind of varied. Like, one girl was like, oh, like, I understand. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get mm-hmm. it modified. And then one person, like, doubled down and was oh, like, God. I've seen Schindler's List. <laughs> Is everybody replying to this Jewish, or is this just, like, the new thing we're doing? Implying that people were, like, appropriating the trauma of, like, having to see Holocaust imagery? You're not even... But this is how woke stuff circles all the way back around. Yeah. Because these are the same people who will be complaining about really insignificant transgressions that don't belong that don't have anything to do with a group that they belong to but then as soon as they're being critiqued they're like well are any of you jewish because also guess what you know what i mean but then these people will be woke posting about all this other shit and it's like are do you belong to the group that you're you're like fighting for signaling for yeah it's so stupid it's like okay listen I would have been put in the camps. That's enough. That's all we need to know. We're not doing blood quantum on Jewish people about your stupid tattoo. That's embarrassing and that you shouldn't have gotten in the first place. It's embarrassing. Blood and matzah. Uh, the other tattoo that was uh, that someone dropped was a girl who like wasn't alt no at all no shaved a portion of her head to have blood and teeth tattooed on her skull which is like is that a elizabeth warren thing has anyone heard that yeah it was a liz warren from early in her campaign when she was pretending to be native (laughs) yeah um i'm not entirely sure what the quote was supposed to imply but people did indicate that regardless of like whether or not the quote was dead it was too close to blood and soil to actually be useful yeah and or tattoo on your fucking skull well then that was part of what was so confusing to me because to me it's like that just says that you're not the type of person that's gonna have a shaved head so this just means that you just want to have a tattoo that you're only gonna have for six months yeah because your hair grows in yes yeah I just, I don't understand people who treat the person that they were working for dropping out of a presidential race like they're losing a war and, like, branding themselves with, like, you know? If to get a a memorial tattoo, like, a loved one died. Yeah, it's psycho. (laughs) I'm just, like, 
Why are you getting a tattoo about Elizabeth Warren's fucking campaign on your body? People got Hillary Clinton tattoos, Pete Davidson. Yeah. That's different, though. <laughs> Why does we already know what old comedians are meant to be? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, as a, as a haver of stupid tattoos and an enjoyer of stupid tattoos, I really think that some tattoos to opt out of because they are so fleeting in nature it and also it doesn't matter once you have a certain amount Mm -hmm. it's just crazy to have your first tattoo be as stupid as getting blood and teeth tattooed on your stall i know it it just Um, is like representative of like liz warren's campaign overall which is like poorly thought out if you're (laughs) if you're covered whatever yeah of course it doesn't really cares and people have harry potter tattoos Although Elizabeth Warren tattoo is essentially a Harry Potter tattoo. There's no material difference. Um, <laughs> I think band tattoos are, are cringe, though. Yeah. Like, you see a guy running around with, like, a Red Hot Chili Peppers tattoo. Yeah. Cringe. A family crest that, for some reason, is, like, way too small for his arm. <laughs> You've seen it? Yeah. You're like, well, that tattoo's so much smaller than it should be. We know a guy in the local comedy scene who has a tattoo of a basketball jersey on his forearm. That's true. But... <laughs> I mean, it works for him, but generally, like, there's a lot of bad tattoos, which I think is fine, but yeah, it shouldn't be your first tattoo. Like, I think if you're getting a stupid tattoo like this and it's your first one, maybe you're in a heightened emotional state and you shouldn't be um, doing this kind of work anyways because you're clearly too emotionally invested. That's true. It's okay to be emotionally invested in politics, obviously, but, like, come on. Everyone is getting tattoos now and thinks getting tattoos are cool. You can get tattoos. You don't have to think they're cool. I get really upset when people compliment me on my tattoos and they're like, wow, that's so cool. I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, whatever. You're like, why would you have them? It's like, well, it's not because I think it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not about that. But everyone who's getting like these small tattoos and stuff in like like on the inside of their arm and all these things are all people who would have been afraid of people that had tattoos like 10 years ago yeah (coughs) i'm not (coughs) i'm not trying to be hip about it but no you're right that's why they're getting it there though or like on their scalp somewhere where people aren't gonna see it it's it's po they're being posers i'm sorry (laughs) but they are (laughs) Anyways, I will be shaving half of my head when uh, Bernie Sanders drops out of the room. <laughs> Dude, I got a message from a guy I went to high school with today about my Instagram story saying, like, Bernie is the compromise. Mm. And he said, as a Democratic insider, I can tell you that Bernie is not the chosen candidate. Sorry. <laughs> Pardon? What? What? What does it mean? I don't know. He sends me psycho messages all the time. Is he American? Yeah, he he's, has dual citizenship, but he lives here. How's he a Democratic insider? Stop pretending to be a spy, Sophie's followers. Right? I was like, okay, thanks. Some guy messaged me and was like, uh, I posted a hot girls for Bernie, like filter picture, and he was like, you're Canadian. I was like, so? Yeah, someone said that to me too. I was like, and? And then he was like, so it should be hot girls for Jagmeet Singh. And it was like, uh, it was during the Canadian election. It was. We've moved on. There was a hot girl for Jagmeet Singh. Filter during the Canadian election? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, it is. It can be both. Coronavirus. Coronavirus, yeah, finally. The virus of 2020. Okay, I've been having a problem in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And you have to tell me which side you fall on. Okay. So, I don't personally suffer from health anxiety. Yes. I don't really suffer from any sort of anxiety aside from like what if everybody hates me and i'm bad at my job and i'm gonna get fired and i'm poor yeah sort of regular anxiety. regular anxiety (laughs) normal reasonable anxiety but i've never ever been somebody i'm not a germaphobe i'm never worried when i get sick i don't get sick very often like i don't have health anxiety at all yeah and i don't understand it um but my strategy in terms of the coronavirus thing is 
to only learn as much about it as I need to know in order to take appropriate precautions. That's what makes me feel calm and relaxed and not overly worried. My boyfriend thinks the healthier approach is to learn everything <laughs> that you possibly can about it. And then presumably you'll be armed with knowledge. Right. It's two different approaches to trying to like manage your, your stress about, um, I guess could be about anything. But to me, it's like this is completely outside of my control. Yeah. Aside from of washing course. my hands. And not going to air, international airports. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually in the same category as you. I've kind of been trying to keep away from it because it is something that makes me really anxious. Mm -hmm. Because I, I'm immunocompromised. So, like, yes. I don't get sick as often as I could probably. So, I think I generally have pretty good habits with, like, preventing myself from getting sick. Mm -hmm. But all I've really taken from this is, like, because I work in a place where a lot of people are coming in and out and I'm handling money all day, I've been mm -hmm. using hand sanitizer every time I touch someone's money. Which is And trying not to touch my face at work. Mm-hmm. Which is also good That's practice. really all I've been doing. Yeah. Because I still have to go to work. <laughs> I'm going to be working in the same environment. Yeah. And there's no point in reading about it because it's, it's out of my hands and I'm not an immunologist, I'm not a virologist. What is knowing this information going to do unless I think I'm smarter than a doctor? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And I, I also... I'm not smarter than the CDC, so who cares? No. I'm not saying <laughs> this is what's happening in Mike's case, but I think no. also sometimes people try to arm themselves with knowledge and they say that that's what they're doing, but they are actually spiraling down like a whole... Anxiety. Health anxiety. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know? <laughs> um. Anyways, so... It hasn't, apparently hasn't touched our city yet, or there's no reporting. There's no reported cases on it. Yeah. I have noticed that the, like, I was out walking around last night because it's quite warm here right now, um, and the streets were dead. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because people are actually scared, or if, you know, maybe people think it's still winter, so they shouldn't go outside, but it was literally like 10 degrees. I've noticed a dip in population at the rec center that I work at and at the hostel. There's less people traveling, so I think mm -hmm. there is just less people out and about. Also, my dad works for the city, and they have people that fly in every week to do cons like consulting on the LRT project from the U.S., mm -hmm. and they've been um, doing like video conferencing instead like not having them fly in and out of the airport every week so i do think that the city has put in some like measures mm -hmm. and if you're someone that's affected by that you're probably not going out as much mm -hmm. in general that's what i was thinking yeah so like 80 year olds with heart conditions aren't usually out and about anyways all the time anyways mm -hmm. so they're just gonna avoid it probably Mm -hmm. people with younger kids and stuff like I had a weird question at the rec center a guy asked me if we were going to cancel swimming lessons and I was like I haven't heard anything and then he said that they the government was talking about closing schools and I was like what does that have to do with swimming lessons <laughs> <laughs> and he was like well it's the same principle and I was like okay but if the schools mandating like if the schools are mandated to be shut down that isn't really necessarily going to affect us and then I was like just don't register your kids for swimming lessons if you're worried about it how about that? <laughs> I, um, they, so they have canceled schools in China and the children are remote learning. Yeah. And a lot of like funny stories have come out of it. Like Mike was telling me that there's this joke in China apparently where there's a family that lives on top of another family in an apartment building and the mom downstairs goes upstairs and she's like, hey, can you tell your kids to stop jumping around? They're in math class right now. And the mom upstairs is like, well, my kids are in gym, gym class, class right now. <laughs> That's cute. It is cute. Um, and apparently <laughs> students, there, it's all like through an app, but mm -hmm. students downvoted the app so much that it got suspended from the app store. Actually, <laughs> That's so funny. It brings me immense joy that regardless of what's happening in the world or where in the world you are, students will always band together to get the fuck out of school. school. Warms my heart. I think it's dope that they actually have the infrastructure to implement remote learning for students. 
I'm going to be honest, I'm not an advocate for remote learning. I don't think it's effective Mm -hmm. for children, but it's cool that they can do that. Because if you looked at somewhere like Canada or the U.S., they wouldn't have the ability to implement something like that in case of emergency. I'm an advocate for remote learning and remote work for myself. Same. But I'm I'm really not a child. (laughs) (laughs) You just miss out on a lot of other like developmental pieces. You know what I mean? Of like being in school. Yeah. If you're not well, interacting with kids. That's why homeschooling is, is un- trash. unethical. Yeah, it's unethical. Because, like, the important element of school is not the learning. No. It's the socialization, which is the learning. Which is also learning, yeah. Of that's course. why it's so important. But we could never do that here. No. It's not possible. We don't have the infrastructure. And I think parents... If schools were shut... It would really fuck up a lot of things because also then what are parents going to do? They won't be able to go to work either, right? Because they can't bring their kids with them. Yeah. Because they're a potential risk. Mm-hmm. And that actually brings to the point that I want to talk about with coronavirus, which is that prisons in the state of New York have started manufacturing hand sanitizer mm-hmm. in their factories and in their work areas which are being sent out to like schools and stuff like that in the state because they can't shut the schools down because so many kids rely on the free meals provided by the schools that if they shut them down kids won't get fed great yeah so like that's another reason why it would never work here is because people rely on the social support that schools are given so much because people don't make enough money to support their families school is daycare yeah it's daycare it provides kids with food yeah it's it's <laughs> fucked it's really fucked in some cases you know like in the states and stuff like stool nurse medical resource exactly right yeah i think the prison the fact that people are celebrating that prison labor is making hand sanitizer is a really <laughs> is something that needs to be separated out into layers obviously prison labor <laughs> is never a good thing it's no. not a cute heartwarming banding together even the criminals during this trying time type of news story it's just more evidence that the prison system is consistently used to hold up the American economy exactly generate goods and services that um, supply the unincarcerated masses yeah do you think Anna Delvey is making hand sanitizer right now I hope she's drinking. <laughs> I'm kidding. I <laughs> don't drink hand sanitizer, Anadolu. She did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's just, it's fucked because, yeah, people who are like, oh, yeah, give prisoners jobs and whatever, I think are missing a really key piece of that whole situation, which is that people are paid like 10 cents an hour. If people paid $15 an hour to work in jail, that's fine. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't either because, I mean, then you're on par with people who are in the labor force. Yeah. And you're just... I, I honestly think it would improve prison conditions. A lot of people were paid fairly for the labor that they're being forced to do while they're in prison. Mm-hmm. At least they'd be compensated fairly. <laughs> in a way, podcasting is a prison, and I did the math today. We actually make about minimum wage per hour working on the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> I make about the same amount producing that comedy show mm-hmm. a month that I do off the podcast. Yeah. In which point I would just like to say to everybody that I have four minimum wage jobs. <laughs> That's right, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You're like quadruply precarious. Feels good. (laughs) Yeah, I am not scared of coronavirus, and I I do really I understand that like this is something to be taken seriously, and I don't think that anybody just because you are a healthy individual who doesn't get sick often that doesn't mean that it's not a huge deal because obviously we don't want elderly people and children and sick people etc we don't consider them to be disposable no you know like we don't we shouldn't not be worried about something just because it doesn't affect you personally it's not gonna affect you personally but i think what's even more worrying than the sickness is the way that people act like fucking chickens without heads like scared fucking idiots as soon as something 
bad happens. I'm far more afraid of the way that people act when they're panicked than I am about any little pussy collection of bacterial cells. Well, that's the thing is like, I don't trust other people. Like, you know, (laughs) like what happens if we do get a case in Ottawa, which is like pretty likely, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's it's reasonably likely. Mm -hmm. People are going to start acting like fucking animals and I don't trust other people. Me neither. You know? Me neither. Well, even just the toilet paper panic and stuff, this is, it's an epidemic that starts when there's kind of like similarly (laughs) in the way that a virus works one person who is probably inappropriately stressed about this signal boosts to a bunch of other people that they need to freak out and what they need to do and i don't mean to blame it all on this but it's probably some fucking mom with like six thousand facebook friends yeah probably caused the entire selling out of toilet paper in alberta for some for example. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's the thing is it's like, what do you think hoarding resources is going to get you? It's not really going to help you at the end of the day, you know? It No, and it, it's, it's folk wisdom, and it's also, like, preemptive panic that is ultimately going to make things worse Yeah. if we do end up in a quarantine, right? Like, you're going to weaken the infrastructure before there's ever, ever even really cause to panic. That's Does the thing, yeah. Sense? Yeah, like, people are always like, oh, well, like, we only realize how unprepared we are when situations like this happen. And it's like, well, you need to be reasonably prepared for anything, right? Like, you should have a first aid kit in your house. You should have a fire extinguisher. Flashlights. Flashlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, you know, a case of water in case yeah. your water goes out. Mm-hmm. And, like, a space heater. I don't know, whatever. But, like... A reasonable it's amount not, of non-perishables. Yeah, a reasonable amount of non-perishables, but it's not the individual's responsibility to protect themselves in the case of an emergency. It's the government's responsibility to take care of their citizens and make sure that there are, like, plans in place to deal with emergency Absolutely. situations. And if the government doesn't have a plan to deal with a medical epidemic, that is a failure on their part, not on the individual's part of not having enough toilet paper to deal with a quarantine think about how much people are paid to be consultants on things like this and crisis management is like an entire field oh well yeah it's fucked right i'm just (laughs) thinking about the fact that i called the fact that people aren't going to be able to clean their asses the weakening of infrastructure (laughs) (laughs) it is though it's like take a fucking shower absolutely i love my i love my bidet yeah Somebody was like, people in the States don't have bidets because they're expensive. Like, well, my bidet was $25, but... (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's not a standalone bidet. This isn't a fucking plaza. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) The workers were like talking about the toilet paper thing and I was like, well, I have a bidet. And they were like, you do? And I was like, yeah, my boyfriend's European. trying to be normal at work that's so funny <laughs> things keep slipping out uh, all right shout about tiktok yeah let's talk about tiktok briefly okay, okay. second installation of tiktok activism that we're going to talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. the okay boomer girl blew up the other day for mm-hmm. some little bernie t-shirt promotional thing mm-hmm. it was cute whatever it was yeah. it was good you know you got to get the word out about bernie and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that use tiktok and whatever yeah. but then um there was like a bunch of parodies that started coming off it and it's just like oh my god can nothing be sacred like does everybody need to try and capitalize off every single trend even when you know you're ugly and the only reason it worked was because the first girl was hot of course that's why it went viral hot right yeah um, she was so hot she looks like porn parody version who the second girl oh the first first girl girl. yeah isn't there wasn't there a really hot girl who looked a lot like her in like a slutty door the explorer costume yeah that's who i thought it was at first me too yeah but it's a different girl i guess okay well there are a lot of hot girls that look vaguely like uh Dora, <laughs> which is fine that's okay i need further investigation um <laughs> 
Of course, I, su I support the cause. I think it's really funny how quickly someone can rise to the celebrity I know. on the internet, then start being hated on, then start being copied. Immediately. She posted, or she talked about on stream having boyfriend and then her account got suspended, like, very yeah. quickly after that. And she that. lost, like, 65k followers. That's so crazy because it's like, when you're following a hot girl, is it, it's because you literally think that there's a chance? No, it's like, okay, spoiler, every hot girl that you follow has a boyfriend. Just some <laughs> of them are posting about it and some, some of, of them, them aren't. aren't. You know, this is like when people were telling me it was a bad brand decision to admit to having a boyfriend. I was like, okay, but I'm not addicted to guys being horny for me online. That's how I feel about me. I'm like, yeah. I'll talk about having a girlfriend if it stops annoying people from coming in my DMs and Plus, replies. I live with my boyfriend. It's not a secret. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, this is off-brand. It's like, my brand was that nobody liked me enough to date me? My brand was that I didn't live with my boyfriend? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what is just, going it on? It drives me crazy when people talk about branding all the time, because it's like, no, I'm also a real person. You know? I'm like, okay... Whatever maybe... you think my brand is, that doesn't mean it is what it is. It's crazy. Like, my posts are bad. Yeah. So if anyone thinks that I'm intentionally curating material yeah. to post it, it's like, no, I'm just like the rest of you. I'm just posting whatever the fuck comes into my head. I am my own brand. That's how I feel. I'm and like my brand isn't being a loveless fucking cunt. I was never like a man eater. Yeah. It, it, people want to project like if you're like a hot girl who isn't like mousy. Yeah, they want to. Like... They want to protect this weird like man eater, like stiletto crusher. Yeah, I know. It's image so onto weird. you, and it's like, no, actually, I'm a serial monogamist. Probably, even if you've been following me for several years, I had a boyfriend that whole time. Just uh, some of them weren't exactly good enough to brag about online. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing is it's like actually my brand doesn't rely on people thinking that I'm single. And honestly, I respect that girl for saying that she had a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Probably knowing that it wasn't going to go well. No. Because she's not going to pretend like she doesn't for attention, you know? Because that's, first of all, like, it doesn't matter that it's lying to your base. No. But it's disrespectful to your partner. That's another... That's the that's thing. That's another tick mark on... Uh, that girl's chart that had Facebook comedian on it. Oh yeah, acting single, acting online. single online. No, I agree. It's like if you're serious about your partner, people should know that you're in a relationship. In a relationship. Mm -hmm. of course, acting yeah. single online, Facebook comedian, <laughs> being mean, lying, lying, <laughs> five times. <clears throat> Anyways, I think that like. Any means of like getting out a good message is fine. I don't personally like TikTok. My roommate, who previous roommate, who uh, is kind of crazy, who's a I think a middle school teacher now. Nice. Has a student who's famous on TikTok. Cool. Uh, her student was like, "We're gonna make Miss Katie a, a TikTok star." I was like, "She's loving this." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> She always posts about how much her students like her. I'm like, imagine becoming a middle school teacher because you just need that much attention. I swear to God, every teacher, like high school or middle school teacher, either becomes a teacher because they were popular in high school and they mm -hmm. want to go back to that, mm -hmm. or they go back because they were unpopular in high school and they want to have power over other people. That's true. Those are the Those only are two the options. Only two things that inform being a teacher. Yeah, literally. Forget educating the youth. No, they don't care about that. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about the, internet. Internet. the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. <clears throat> you have a beef. A brief beef. Ooh. Yes. It's a real life one. Okay. Um, it just like bothers me when people that, you know how sometimes you like work somewhere and then people get promoted once you're already there. Mm -hmm. So I'm having a problem at one of my workplaces right now where I started working somewhere and this girl was my coworker and she was my friend, mm -hmm. but then she got promoted to the assistant general manager and now, she's, and now she's pulling cop shit, but being like, you're my friend, you should help me. And it's like, well, friends don't become managers. <laughs> like if you're going to act like a manager, you're not my friend. 
like she'll try and schedule me for shifts outside my availability and I'll be like I'm not available and she'll be like oh my god you're my friend I need you to help me and I'm like well if you were my friend you wouldn't be scheduling me outside my availability yeah <laughs> when you if you get promoted in the workplace your job is to play favorites and help your friends yeah exactly or you're not being we're not friends anymore yes you're a manager goodbye yes exactly yeah that's really frustrating <sighs> yeah so then I pulled a, if you make me come into work, I'm going to kill myself. You better find someone else to work tomorrow morning, yesterday. Well, if you have no friends, you can be honest with each other. That's what I That's said. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Remember when I quit my government job in a fury and my boss asked me why I was quitting? And I said, because every time I came in, I got closer to putting a gun in my mouth. Yes. That's what rad- radical honesty is Happy all anniversary. About. Happy anniversary, everybody. I have a, I have a quick beef as well. I had a lot of problems online this week, and I'm not going to give anyone who's involved in them the satisfaction of uh, talking about them directly, mm-hmm. but essentially I was <laughs> baselessly accused of bullying. Yeah, and, and it was baseless. It was baseless. The person basically pulled, uh, posted a screenshot of a tweet that I had made over a year ago, <laughs> but the tweet wasn't about them. First he was all. about someone completely different, and it was a pretty generalized statement tweet. Yeah, and what I want to take out, and then that person, like I said, had I guess over the course of a year built up some sort of animosity towards me because they were making assumptions and assumptions about things that I had said online. What I want to talk about more generally is main character syndrome and how you can really fuck up your own life by assuming that other people are constantly thinking about you. That's real. It's a horrible, horrible place to be in where every time you see someone say something negative, even if you have no reason to think that this person dislikes you dislikes you yeah. you automatically search through your brain in order to try and obtain information to see if it's about you mm-hmm. or even worse before even doing that you just assume it's about you yeah it's it's really brutal and it is tiring for other people to constantly be dealing with you thinking that everything is about you it's it also indicates that you think really low of the other person, but yeah. also that you think really low of yourself. To assume that like, everything negative is someone. Some girl that I follow or something tweets like, "Girls are some girls are like fucking way uglier than they think they are," or something, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she would say that about me." I'm not only implying that the other person. Meant it about you. <laughs> Men- I'm not only implying that the other person thinks that I'm ugly, I'm also implying that I think I'm ugly. Yeah, that's true. It's like, don't assume that people mean that. You're just telling on yourself for not, for thinking those things. You're, it's confirmation bias, right? Like, There's a lot of like attribution errors, and I've dealt with a lot of people who were extremely, extremely paranoid. Like a lot of relationships that I have had to end, like friendships and romantic relationships really, really broke down because I couldn't handle people acting as if every bad thing, minuscule, minuscule bad thing or even neutral thing that happened to them was attributed to the world and other people being out to get them. Yeah, it's that's real. an extremely negative mindset. And I just want to iterate time after time again, you're not the main character of life. And other people don't think about you nearly as much as you think that they do. Yeah. You're only the main character in your own life. You are not the main character or even a secondary character in most other people's lives. No. And it, it's... Of course, there are going to be people who are, are going to hate on you, and sometimes you will become a, a, too much of a main character in someone else's life if Been they obtain <laughs> a dangerous obsession with you, for example. But, dangerous obsession, but yeah. that's not the majority of the time. No. And if you do become the main character in somebody else's life, 
they have a problem. Yeah, not it's not you. you. They have a problem. I mean, we've had that problem before, too. And it's clearly an issue with that specific person being fixated. And it doesn't have anything to do with either of us at the end of the day. No. And I would think that the fact that people are searching for me to be a hater on them, people in the, in the local comedy community, I'm not saying that they're jealous. I'm not saying I have anything that people should be jealous of. But for some reason, people keep a very close eye on me. And I don't think that I'm better than anyone else just because I have fucking 20,000. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Twitter followers. I wish I didn't have 20,000 Twitter followers. I'm sorry, followers. You're all fine, listeners. Um, <laughs> but, like, I didn't ask for that. No, it you doesn't know, and mean anything. I don't anything. lord it over people. I don't think it means it. It's not like I got a dollar every time I got a new follower, because no. in which case I would be breaking. <laughs> it doesn't get you spots. It doesn't benefit no. you at all, really. All it gets me is haters. Yeah. Exactly. And podcast listeners, which is the reason why we feel like, oh, if you don't like having 20,000 followers, delete your account. It's like, no, I understand that the opportunity that having like high visibility can bring. What I don't understand is why people think that it's a such a valuable or thing undeserved that, pe- that people should be jealous of. Yeah, exactly. Right? I've been shit post. I've been working so hard in the yeah. shit posting factory <laughs> for like 15 months (laughs) like to get these followers hustling well that's why i posted i posted a thing in the ottawa comedy group Mm -hmm. that was like kind of a joke and i posted a nicer version of what i really wanted to say which was nobody cares about what you're doing Mm -hmm. nobody thinks about you Mm -hmm. nobody's out to get you nobody is jealous of you i don't hate and nobody is stealing your jokes Yes. I posted a nicer version of that, but that's what I really wanted to say, which was nobody cares about what you do. Ever. It's like... Yeah, I don't hate you. I don't think about you at all. Yeah. Like... Everyone who has a boner for hating me and claiming that I I bullied them or I did something to them because I hate them so much is someone who's completely irrelevant to my life. Yeah, you're like, I actually don't think about you at all. But that's the thing is these types of people need any, they they need attention and it can be positive attention or negative attention. So they're seeking negative attention from you because they're not getting anything. Well, if they wanted attention from me, they could try bringing something to the table. Yeah. Because like, I, I hate to break it to everybody, but I'm not naturally a bully. And unless you're doing something that's like seriously harmful, if I hate you, I'll just ignore you. <laughs> you're that's, not going to get yeah. anything from me. And I'm really, really sick of being accused of bullying people. Yeah. Because I think that this has happened to me time and time again, and sometimes even when I was being bullied, mm-hmm. because I think it's easy to read me. as a bully and to imply that like I can't get my feelings hurt which of course I can because I'm a person and I'm not mean-spirited so I think that just because you know like I'm cunty and it's a bit and I'm you know what I mean and I'm like obviously can easily be painted as some sort of like mean girl mean girl that I get lumped in with all these accusations of like bullying and whatever mean girls of Ottawa comedy (laughs) I just think you're pretty transparent with your emotions so people can obviously tell if you're not like their biggest fan but you don't go out of your way to be mean to people and I think that a lot of people who take it really personally when someone doesn't like them Mm -hmm. want a confrontation because they want to be validated in why someone doesn't like them when the reality of it is just that you can't like everybody. And they want to play the victim. Yes. But I'm completely unwilling to be fake. Yeah. So, and that doesn't mean that I go around telling people that I don't like them or why I don't like them. Because obviously, like, it's obvious, it's always preferable to be civil. Of course. In social situations. Especially in professional social situations. Yes. And I did, like, you know... Like, obviously, I've lost my cool, but again, like, I'm not impenetrable. Yeah. You know? 
people can hurt my feelings, even if they're really just fucking dirt on my shoe at the end of the day. And honestly, (laughs) with this particular situation, it is a jealousy thing, which is like, gets to you even easier because it's like, oh my God, like I'm literally not doing anything, but you're still mad. I did not. Because it's jealousy. I did not. You know what I mean? And that's happened like a lot of times in like professional situations, not in comedy. Like, I mean, like in the workplace. Yeah. Sometimes in comedy. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, even though I don't like literally don't have accolades, um, or in social situations. And it's like, okay, it's not my fault that I'm existing in the same space as you. I'm not acting maliciously towards you. Yeah. And if it's a jealousy thing, it's like, you can't even like be nice to them to get them to be nice to you because it won't matter, you know, which is the worst part. But at the end of the day, we can all find consolation and just being, you just remember at the end of the day that if someone is your hater, it means that they think you're better than them. And it's probably because you are. That's true. This, the, yeah, that's really true. The only <laughs> consolation is like, you're like, oh, this person hates me because they want what I have. Because they're jealous. I don't hate them because they don't have anything that I want. Haters are fans too. That's right. Haters are fans, fans. but they're ugly. <laughs> Haters are just ugly fans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it someone said when I posted that? They were like, ugly fans. Like, only fans. But, but for ugly, ugly people, fans. yeah. <laughs> ugly people, that's true. <laughs> Alright. You have a tweet this week? I do. Oh, wait. Fuck. I have a dumb bitch of the week. Okay. It's time for Dumb, dumb Bitch of the week. week. You may know under Dumb Bitch of the Week, it just says British. I got a DM from yeah, a British guy. Okay. This has happened before on the pod, remember? Oi, me skivies. <laughs> Do you sell so scandalies? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy sends me a lot of messages, but I never really read them in a British tone of voice <laughs> until I received this one. Um... And he said, but they were like, they were like weird, but not offensive. Yeah. I couldn't really tell that they were thirsty. You know what I mean? So I hadn't slammed the block. You're just ignoring. Yeah. And they were just in, plus they're just in my Instagram requests. Oh, whatever. So I was like not looking at them. Anyways, I got one that was like, basically like, (laughs) I'm doing accent. It was like, (laughs) you look so pang. In your glasses. What? Your boyfriend, your bloke is a lucky chap old bean. Stop! (laughs) Was he joking? No. (laughs) Lucky chap old bean. Someone can someone please let Mike know he's a, a lucky chap. My old bean. Uh, that he's a lucky chap. Old bean. Deadly pop. It's poggers. Every time someone speaks in a British way, I'm just like, oh, skittily do. <laughs> Since we're all not saying words. pop. <laughs> I hate that. British people just sound like they're scatting all the time. Right? <laughs> they sound like Kim Cattrall on that. What are the words have, like such a strict? You're a linguist. Mm-hmm. Why do their words have so many like staccatos? You know, they drop a lot of the ends of their words. They like short words because none of them know how to read. All right, that's why everyone bullies French Canadians, but who will the French Canadians bully? You know who. The um, creators of our oppression. The Brits. The Brits. Yeah. Oh my god. Can I read you my tweet of the week? Yeah, I'm ready. Great. Let me find it. You're gonna be mad about my tweet of the week. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, mine is from Marcos Dog B. Okay. Before you joke with me, ask yourself if I'm your friend. Yes. 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 That's what I mean when I get fucking so angry about these people in like the comedy Facebook groups yeah. or whatever. It's like, I'm not your friend. In general, in the spirit of the roast, 
It can't be meaner than it is funny. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, if it's not literally like a roast, you don't know me. Don't say so that don't shit. don't come up and say mean shit to me. And also the people who do that are never people who are funny. So they're just saying mean they're stuff. They're just saying mean no shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if we're not friends, you shouldn't be roasting me about stuff that isn't in my set. I don't want to joke. I will joke with you to try and become friends. Yes. But that needs to be a mutual engagement. Yeah, Don't fucking course. come around me and be silly. Oh, it's just a joke. Mm. If we're not already friends. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. That is cowardice. Yes, it is. It's just a joke. If it's a just a joke, why isn't it funny? Absolutely. It's just a joke is for people who want to say mean shit and not get in trouble for it. Literally. Like, okay, so make a joke. Like, I don't have a bad... Like, I'm not sensitive when it comes to being roasted or whatever. No. I just won't take it when people I don't fucking know like that. Say shit, Say to shit you for no reason. No. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your tweet of the week? <laughs> someone posted when someone was like, the roast this year is going to be like. A lot of like, did you really mean that afterwards? I was like, why don't you just say there's too many women in comedy now? Literally. <laughs> what, you think there's too many women and gays in comedy now? There is. <laughs> you think and not enough funny ones. Delete that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. My tweet of the week is from Clintoris. <laughs> yes! I almost picked one from him too and then I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't help it because it's so, they last fire. Last week I was like, I'm not gonna. It's crazy that it's not. And this week I didn't make it, and I, it's been. <laughs> I almost picked one from him too. Just such a funny person. Okay. When I say I'm bored, and the pile of dirty laundry in my room stares at me like you aren't bored, you're just lazy. It's like wow, whatever happened to believe? <laughs> I laughed so hard when I read that tweet. Me too, because I I'm the queen of ignoring so my laundry. Me too, and also saying believe women about stupid shit is is <laughs> always it funny. Was, it was it was made to force me to choose it as tweet of the week. Right? It's everything that I love. Ignoring doing my laundry and joking about rape. (laughs) (laughs) Joking about me too. Good job, Clint. Oh my god. Okay. Alright. Let's close the episode. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Sorry for having real beef on this episode. Okay. (laughs)